There are legends round here, even if only in their own minds. Forgotten, but not dead. Some have tried to stop them, but they keep coming back. Coming to entertain you. They are the Crystal Lake Soldiers. Welcome back to the Crystal Lake Soldiers podcast. My name is Isaiah. Joined tonight by Mark, Sean, and Ted. How are you guys doing? And happy 50th episode. Fabulous. Eh. Oh. Eh. <laughs> I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm doing pretty good. Not bad. Doing good. Awesome. Leave it to Ted to leave that awkward silence in every episode. <laughs> When I ask how you guys are doing. That's what I'm good for. <laughs> At least you're good for something. <laughs> That's what she said. I mean, come on. Ted oh, does give us some good Blu-ray news, so. <laughs> I'm just being. That's what he said. I'm confused now. Jeez. <laughs> oh, I'm supposed to confuse me. Yeah, don't confuse Ted. It's very easy to do. Yes, it is. <laughs> Especially when I don't pay attention to people. Yes. That is very, very true. Like Isaiah. <laughs> Which happens all the time. But that's okay. <laughs> well, um, this is our 50th episode. And actually, it's going to be the end of our year this year. Uh, next week, we're going to be taking the week off. Just to kind of recalibrate and get ready for our next year of programming. Um, so just to kind of let you guys know, uh, starting in August, uh, we're going to do the whole month of August focused on trauma. So we're going to be reviewing a bunch of trauma movies. There's five episodes that will come out in August. So be on the lookout for that coming up in the lineup. We've got obviously the toxic Avenger class of Newcomb high, um, terror firmer and Sergeant Kabuki man. And plus an, a fifth and undecided episode so far. Very excited for that. It's a good way to kind of continue summer and get ready for the fall. So I'm excited. It, it's going to be a fun month next month and going to maybe have a little bit of a shakeup with how we do the show and everything. Maybe some new stuff. We'll see how it goes as we get ready over the next two weeks. But uh, otherwise, what have you guys been up to this week? Uh, just watching movies, man. Yeah, watched them. I finally watched my War. Well, not finally. It's not that old, but I watched the War of the Worlds Criterion Blu-ray. It was excellent. Dug into some of the features. They got the original radio broadcast that made everybody panic and act like the aliens were really here. And a whole bunch <laughs> of other good stuff, and it's definitely worth checking out. Okay. I watched some Godzilla movies and Avenging Angel, and I. Finally finished up my werewolf TV show. Nice. And Chuck Connors was not the father of the wolf line. It was Brian Thompson. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That's awesome. That's about it, man. A lot of TV watching. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Brian Thompson will always be Shao Kahn to me. <laughs> and when he showed up, I was like, God, this show just throws everybody at you. Man. And he was like the father of the line and ancient. And I was like, Oh, this is great. Man. He was perfect. Of course, now that you know, that's it. We only had one season. So 
Right. Well, Mark, Ted, what about you guys? Yeah, I've been pretty good. I've been uh I've been playing a lot of Nintendo. I've been playing a ton of uh Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Okay. That game's really really addicting. Um we've been watching a lot of movies too. We've been doing trying to do one movie every night where we just load onto Amazon and we just pick a movie without reading anything about it or anything. We just click on it and watch it. And, you know, most of the time they're shitty, but we, I, we watched some good ones. We watched, uh, the house that Jack built and that one was pretty good until the end got really artsy and weird. Okay. It's got, uh, I got it loaded up. It's got a uh, Matt Dillon in it as the main character. Um, yeah, I've heard also, of that one. Seen, yeah, it's it, it was it was pretty good. The, some of the like the story itself was good. It was a slow burn, really long, mm-hmm. and it had a lot of like artsy things in it that I didn't care about. But the movie was it was pretty good. Okay, and we watched an Australian. I think it was Australian. At least it was at least set in Australia. A movie called A uh, Hundred Bloody Acres, and that one was really fun, really funny. It's about uh, two brothers that own uh, a fertilizer business in Australia, and they try to use uh, corpses as, for some reason, some part of their blood as a fertilizer, and a couple of people that are going to a concert get mixed up into it. Um, and there was another one that I wanted to mention, but I can't think of it right now, but most of them we watched were pretty bad. There was one called Clinger, and it was about a clingy boyfriend that died. <laughs> and he and he came back as a, a ghost, and he was like still in love with her and stuff. And it was just, it was bad. It was just all all around bad. There was another one called uh, uh, Fresh Meat, and it was like the quality was really good. The production value was really good, but I just didn't really get into the story that much. It was about a family in England that was some type of English version of native. And they were into like, they were rich and successful family, but behind the curtain, they were into cannibalism and stuff like that. And okay. I mean, I, I, I could imagine a lot of people would probably be into it. It just wasn't my thing. All right. Awesome. And what about you, Ted? I didn't do anything. Come on, Ted. I know you did something. <laughs> I didn't do anything. The only thing I did really is watch a couple more Friday movies with my nephew. Oh, that's we watched, awesome. We watched Part 8, and uh, then we watched uh, Jason Goes to Hell. And uh, according to him, officially, Part 8 is his third favorite tied with seven <laughs> and he this really thing. liked he really liked jason goes to hell which i didn't know i didn't know how he was gonna you know react to the movie with all the body hopping and all that crap but um he really dug it he dug some of the kills like he loved duke's death he loved the waitress girl's death see that i, I, I oh, go ahead man i don't mean to cut you off but it doesn't surprise oh, me it doesn't surprise me because he's not a long-time fan and then 
been invested in a while, so it's just another movie. Well, too. I didn't I didn't know what to expect after yeah. watching it, if he was gonna like it or hate it or whatever. But um he liked it. He's hyped for Freddy versus Jason now because of the glove coming out and you know, grabbing, <laughs> grabbing the mask at the end. Not tell him, all right, no, you gotta wait twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta wait like we did. <laughs> So we we did that. That was fun. And other than that, I haven't been really doing anything. I was playing some Metal Gear on on the PS3, the HD collection. That's pretty much it. Nothing, nothing fancy. No, that's really cool that you're watching those with your nephew. And you know, part seven and part eight in your top three is actually, in my opinion, really solid picks. Yeah, six is his favorite, which. I, I think it's going to be that way for a long time. Yeah. yeah, I knew I knew part six would have been is the best. That's the best way to introduce a kid to the series is part six. It's it's a lot more family friendly because there's no nudity and yeah. like a lot I'm of the crude jokes are turned down. I'll say close your eyes, boy, and he'll like cover his head with a blanket or whatever. <laughs> 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 Which sucked at part nine because you know part nine has the cool kill when the girl gets speared and split in half, but. I had to make him keep his eyes closed because of the nudity. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, well, this sucks for him because you can't watch this cool kill. But uh, yeah, I think like, that's why a lot of the younger fans seem to like Go to Hell and Freddy vs. Jason more than the longer time fans. Is their approach to it is different than ours. Yeah. That makes sense. And for some of them, like, that was the movie when they were a kid that they watched over and over. So. As much as it disgusts us sometimes. Well, like his, his <laughs> top five at this point is six, nine, eight, seven, and I, th- I think two. I think those are his favorite that he mentioned. It changes. I mean, it changed from yeah. last week, obviously. So it's always going to change. But, you know, I'm having fun just watching him watch it. That's he awesome. loved the music in part eight. I think that's what actually helped too. <laughs> Not just the darkest side of the night, but when, he, when, he's, chasing, when he's chasing what's her face in the dance floor yeah. and that music's playing, he started head banging. He's like, yeah. <laughs> he just strangles her. <laughs> that's great. That's awesome. And then it's... he called Jason a hero when he killed those two drug addicts. <laughs> he's like, Jason's a hero. <laughs> <laughs> that's god that's so good that's classic oh man jason saved the girl yeah. and then tried to kill her again <laughs> oh good times it's it's great seeing people get into these franchises and just seeing their whole world open up to different sides of horror movies and these just all these things that we grew up with. It's it's so fun to see. Now I'm thinking when we're done with Friday, I was thinking either like Leprechaun or maybe go straight to like Halloween. I don't know. You haven't decided yet. I'll Leprechaun's just let, I'll, fun. I'll, yeah. I'll let him decide, I yeah. guess. Like, which, you want to watch Halloween or Leprechaun? We'll see. Leprechaun's fun, but for me, when I was a kid, I watched like the later ones and I was quite a bit older when I went back to watch the first one and mm-hmm. I was completely thrown off. Like this is 
The first one is such a different kind of movie than the rest of them, I think. Yeah. I mean, it's it's yeah, it's not as heavy on the humor as the rest of it is. Yeah. Agreed. I really don't want to watch Leprechaun in the Hood, though. <laughs> uh, that's that's not my favorite either. I hate that one. It was good for one watch, but I haven't watched it since, and don't plan to. Leprechaun not... back back to the hood is okay. It's yeah. not great, but it's definitely it's more watchable than the first. It's more. It's so much better than freaking Leprechaun in the Hood, which doesn't even make any sense half the time. Yeah, even Ward Davis on the Blu-ray, he's like, I didn't understand this movie at all. He says, I don't understand the humor. <laughs> it's still, he says, I know I'm from Britain, <laughs> from England. He says, you know, but he's like, I just didn't get it. <laughs> That's why I think it's funny when people shit on the space one. It's like, yeah, but there was in the hood, man. Like, yeah, <laughs> the space one was funny. I mean, it wasn't the best one, but it was funny. It was just a fun. I love the Star Wars Star reference. Space, in that one. And freaking lightsaber comes out of his shillelagh. That's great. <laughs> he comes out of a guy's penis. <laughs> God, it's so classic. Always wear a prophylactic. <laughs> uh, he does a giant impression in that movie. Come on. Yeah. Part four is fantastic. <laughs> yes, I agree. It's a great bad movie. It really is. Yeah. You got a fat white guy trying to dance <laughs> with a skinny white guy. <laughs> uh, I tried watching that once with my wife, and I, I was loving it, of course, just because I, I like the cheesiness of it. My wife hated it. Guys, you're, you guys are skirting around the real issue. Leprechaun 2 is way better. <laughs> oh, I agree with that. That's my favorite. I agree. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's my favorite in the series. It probably it's weird how many number twos or part twos that I prefer over the rest of them. It's it's yeah, eerie. No, man. I'm not waiting to the car either. <laughs> yeah, I mean it. It is kind of amazing, especially with the different horror franchises. How many of the part twos are almost superior to the originals? Or not necessarily superior, but more well liked than the originals. No, you 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 were right the first time, Isaiah. Superior. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ted. If you say so. Don't Ted. Don't we're not going to listen to you. We're waiting on Ted number two. Now sit down. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting on Ted number two for thirty-five years. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> And he ain't coming. I don't think he's coming. Uh, good times. Well, let's talk a little bit of news here. Uh, Sean, I know you had a little bit to kind of share regarding George Romero. Um, Yeah, he was writing a novel, which I didn't realize this till a couple days ago. He was writing a novel when he passed away that um, I guess it spans over like 15 years or so about from the start of the outbreak all the way to the aftermath and everything. More of going back to his roots with the small town feel and all that, and his um estate reached out and they got what's his name um, Daniel Krauss, who I guess worked with Guillermo del Toro on Troll Hunters, so the book Troll Hunters, mm-hmm. and they got him, and he's been a fan of Romero since he was a little kid, and supposedly 
well knowledge on the subject and he's finished the book and it's taken him a couple years actually and but they're going to release it august 4th through tour books and they actually have an article on sci-fi wire that i have not read yet but he goes supposedly goes on and on has a little bit of spoilers so i'm looking forward to it man it's basically the last thing george romero was working on so awesome because i I knew that they were coming out with that but yeah because i knew they were coming out with that but didn't know like when it was supposed to be coming out so that's good to know it's coming out soon yeah man something to help with the summertime blues of everything getting canceled (laughs) right tour books tour books is a name i haven't heard in a long time yeah yeah they used to do the Star Wars books, I think, back in the 90s, early 90s to mid-90s or something like that. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't ever big into the Star Wars books, so that I wouldn't really know. But, I mean, that's kind of cool. I know they do a lot of other like other authors' stuff, like fantasy, science fiction stuff also. But Okay. I, I hadn't heard from them a long time. Sean said tour books. I just started thinking, yeah. they're still in business? <laughs> I guess huh. I guess they are. They're coming back with this one, man. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know nothing about tour books outside of a little, you know, some of their sci-fi stuff. See, that's yeah. something else I'm good. Useless trivia. It's a wealth of knowledge. Get it right, Ted. It's not useless. It comes in handy every once in a while. That's why y'all need me. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, Ted. That's not the only reason. <laughs> well, that's some cool news. But uh, also, because uh, I know we didn't really talk about touching on this, but what do you guys think of that Chucky teaser for the new show? Oh, that was cool. I, I like it. Yeah. It just made me excited for whenever the hell it comes around. So. Right. Money's loves Chucky, so she's looking forward to the show. She keeps asking me about it. When's the Chucky show coming out? Mm. I was like, well, next year now, because of all the bull crap that's been going yeah, on. I would say it looked like it said 2021. Yeah. So. That's what it said. Yeah. Hopefully it's January. So. I hope so. I hope it's early. <laughs> I do like that they're they're doing something different with having it on two different stations, though, with Sci-Fi and USA. That's, yeah, that's wild. That's new and yeah. kind of interesting. And I'm going to watch on both channels to keep it right. <laughs> right? <laughs> Uh, so I'm, I'm wondering what, why they're choosing to do it that way and if it's just going to be like having it play on different days or if there's going to be different content on each channel. Probably more exposure. Yeah, that too. Plus, I mean, USA used to play, you know, the movies back in the day all the time. Mm-hmm. And they still do once in a while, I think, you know, at least with parts two and three. Right. So it makes sense for it to also be on USA. Yeah. Before USA went to crap, I mean, <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> freaking fired Gilbert Godfrey and Ronda Shear. How dare they? Those fuckers. Well, it, it's going to be good. You I could still I, have USA up all night right now. Darn it! But no, you could, but that's just not a reality, unfortunately. Filthy dipsticks. <laughs> <laughs> just like how TNT got rid of Joe Bob Briggs, but at least he came thank back you. with a new show. Thank you. Thank you. On the show, the same movie three times in a row at night. Right. <laughs> oh gosh, don't even get me started on that. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> it's either the same movie three times a night, or it's always the same Law and Order, CSI, whatever show. It's just yeah. like, come on, can you give me anything else. 
Nope, they can't because they're very they unoriginal. Like, so they, I mean, they used to have a variety of programming, and now it's just nothing. Yeah, it's all even trash. Well, I guess I mean a lot of people, I guess, like you know all the, the cop show stuff. Well, I mean, the I shows have been people awkward, do, man. They just put that shit on and leave it on, and they get these ratings. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. But so that's coming out next year, hopefully earlier rather than later. Give us something to look forward to in the early part of the year, seen as basically twenty twenty. The rest of twenty twenty is basically canceled at this point. Pretty so, much, yeah. <laughs> for better or for worse. So, but the last piece of information news we talked about last week and actually the day before it got announced, we were talking about how we were hoping the new Friday set was going to be announced here this past week. And literally the morning, the next morning before we actually <laughs> uploaded the episode, shout factory announced the Friday, the 13th box set, all 12 movies, Beautiful box set, just like they did with the Halloween franchise, loaded with special features. They got two bonus discs. They got 4K scans of the first four movies, I believe, or first five movies. It was something like that. And, oh, my God, it just looks beautiful. And the first 7,000 copies got lithographs and posters <laughs> coming with them. And the That's only... Us, baby. Exactly. All... <laughs> We all bought it right away. Yep. <laughs> that Day one. Yep. Yeah. That first seven thousand didn't even last a whole week. As soon as that link went live, man, I, w- I remember I woke up Monday morning and I immediately went to. I got up and got some breakfast and went to Blu-ray.com. They're like, like Dawn of the Disc has already announced the the Friday box set. You can already pre-order it from Amazon Canada. And I'm like, holy crap, this is amazing! And then finally. The link went live on Shout Factory, and I freaking bought my copy. Yep. And I was on PlayStation messaging all you guys. I was like, guys, <laughs> it's happening. It's happening. Yeah, I, I woke up and bought it immediately. Yeah, that was an easy, easy buy. Oh, the artwork just <laughs> looks so amazing, too, on it. I mean, it does. It's very similar to how they did the Halloween artwork on the box that that they that shot released a few years ago. Oh, it just looks so beautiful. It's like very, very, very incredible work. Whoever did the artwork on it did a fucking fantastic job. And there, go ahead. There are people. <laughs> there are people who refuse to buy the set because they were like, like only one through four getting a new scan. Oh, forget that. And I was like, wouldn't it be funny if within the next few weeks they announced that they have four key scans for the rest of the people they pre Yeah, people are so picky, man. They are. Yeah, I forget. I'm, I'm hoping that happens. I'm such a jerk that I hope that happens. <laughs> well, I saw people saying that they bought the set, the, the eight movie set that recently came out, so they don't need it. Even yeah, even yeah. if the set was only the eight movies that you had in that set, the the amount of features and bonuses yeah, that come so with that's it a make bare it bones. That's a bare bones set. It's yeah, close to the same thing. Yeah, that was bad. like a basic Walmart set, and the the art on that set is absolutely embarrassing. It's terrible. Yeah, I guess if all you care about is owning the movies and none of the other stuff, then you're you are good. But yeah, yeah. You want new scans and a bunch of features and have a love for them. 
spend the money. Yeah, but Real at that point, why are you the on the Shout Factory website page if right. you don't care about collecting shit? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that just like the Halloween movies and each movie gets its own case with the original artwork. Yep. Yes. No more of that cardboard slip page weird shit. Yeah. I don't know why companies do that. They say it saves money in the environment. It's bull crap. It is. It's just. It probably does save money, but <laughs> it's so stupid. It really is. I don't want to save money. I want some good stuff, man. Right. <laughs> I want to spend money. <laughs> now, the other thing that I thought was funny with this with this set is, and I know Ted, you brought this up in our kind of group chat, is how people are freaking out that it's no longer limited because they increased the number of lithographs that people are getting from the. <laughs> Original thirteen, oh, man. thirteen People to seven thousand. Their minds. I'm like, get over it. Who cares? <laughs> it's like, what are you, oh, a fucking scalper, who, who, just who, trying to turn a quick buck? That's what, that's what it is. It's, it's already, already up on eBay for like three hundred bucks. Yeah, people are already <laughs> selling their already their pre-orders. <laughs> but it, it's either a they wanted you know the scalp it like you know some people do. Or B, they're just pretentious distants who like to think, well, I own, I'm one of 1313 that have this. I'm special. But I mean, I like it being limited, but I'm not mad that they made it more available for people either. Or not. I just think it's a great set and people just lose their yeah. crap over everything. It's something to get mad about for sure. It's just funny. It's just funny that people just lost their shit over a fucking poster like that. Because and I love it's that no people in the forums were telling them just to leave then because they don't they weren't going to hear it. It was great. They're just like, get over it. We don't care. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, really? Jeez. It's like, grow up. <laughs> Seriously, they're just act- fucking grow up. They're acting like it's the Holy Grail from, from Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, for goodness sake. <laughs> they're like, yeah, to get that lithograph, we've got to cross the invisible bridge and we gotta pick a cup to drink. God, he chores poorly. People are fucking funny. <laughs> People are so funny. <laughs> oh man! But that's that was great news. It was like the one bright spot so far in this year to come up is the announcement of that, and that's coming in October. So that's man. I was on such a high Monday that oh my god! All I did was just hang around Blu-ray.com. Yeah. <laughs> I just I didn't care. I was like, I don't care about anything else today. <laughs> right. That made my that made my day, week, month, and year so far. Not, not even my dogs. I was like, y'all can go without food for a few minutes. I'm, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm I wouldn't do that. <laughs> oh, Ted. But, uh, Monday was a great day. Yeah. yeah, it was a great day. Well, tonight we are doing another review roulette in honor of the fact that the Friday the 13th box set got announced. We're going to do another review roulette of a Friday the 13th movie. Are you guys ready to find out what we're doing? Yeah, man. All right, let's spin the wheel and make a deal. Bye-bye, now. And no whammy, no whammy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, for tonight's movie, we are reviewing 1986's Friday the 13th, Part 6 Jason Lives. 
I'm sorry about what happened to you and your folks years ago, but no one in Forest Green wants to be reminded of what that maniac did here. That's why we changed the name. People want to forget this was Crystal Lake. They don't need some kid stirring up Jason shit again. Now you just lie down and get some rest. I'm sorry you didn't listen to me. You're gonna be sorry if you don't shut up. All right, so Friday the 13th, Part 6, Jason Lives, was released on August 1st, 1986. It was directed by Tom McLaughlin, stars Tom Matthews, Jennifer Cook, David Kagan, and C.J. Graham as, of course, Jason Voorhees. Had a budget of $3 million, made almost $19.5 million during its initial run in theaters. Uh, Three quick pieces of trivia regarding this movie. The blue pickup truck that Tommy drives is the same exact truck that Pam drives in Friday 13th Part 5. That's a pretty obvious one. The hands of Tommy opening Jason's casket in the beginning are actually those of Tom McLaughlin. And at 86 minutes, this is the shortest Friday the 13th movie to date. This, as I've said many times, is my favorite Friday the 13th movie. Hands down. Absolutely. It's one of my great my nephew's favorite <laughs> yeah it's like like you said it's it's like one of the best ones you can start them off on i mean yep. it, number one it's fun it's like they they took what was a more serious franchise and injected just enough humor into it to kind of revitalize it give it a different feel i mean that mixed with the soundtrack obviously alice cooper and then kind of the more gothic overtone over the movie and the score that Harry Manfredini did where it was still very similar to the other uh, five Friday movies, but it had just some different things that he added in that just made it seem different enough and gave it new life and energy, which I absolutely loved. I absolutely love this movie. There's honestly with this movie, I can't think of one thing that I don't like about it. So as far as the humor goes, I just love how, uh, Tom, uh, he goes by Tommy, I guess, Tommy McLaughlin, uh, how uh, he went about it because he, he thought that it needed more humor because that's, that's the way, I guess, the way he saw the older uh, the older horror movies. They always had a little bit of a humor in to bring you back so they could scare you again and then mm-hmm. lighten you up. Yeah, it's and done so the he, right way for sure. So he went to he, yeah he went to Paramount and he said so can can we make this a little more humorous add some comedy to it and they said oh yeah you can do that just don't make fun of Jason and he's like all right I know exactly what you want and then he made this masterpiece it was so fucking good yeah that was Frank Macuso who said don't make fun of Jason you can do whatever else he said just don't make right fun. and and he he put Jason into some humorous situations but you still didn't belittle Jason with jokes or humor right he yeah. didn't make Jason look like a bitch <laughs> yeah exactly, exactly. yeah <laughs> I mean like Freddy versus Jason <laughs> pretty much <laughs> put him into a fake uh, pretend pinball machine <laughs> Jesus oh you're yeah, uh. afraid of water Jason 
<laughs> yeah, that's another thing. My nephew, he's just like, how come Jason's not afraid of water? Because he's been watching YouTube videos, and I was like, oh gosh, Freddy versus Jason. Because yeah, he never was afraid of it until yeah, that's what I said. I whatever like, that uh, he's like, I understand it because I thought that's what Freddie was afraid. And I said, I was like, nah, it's just some subconscious thing. It's not important. He's not afraid of water. I said, just just get it in your mind. He's not afraid of water. I'm like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> I could do it. I was just like, it's like I gotta fix this before, before you get heated and start yelling, at, <laughs> yelling at this kid. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even know what was going on. No, you stupid idiot. I <laughs> uh, you know my nephew, my nephew would call me an idiot right back. Right. You're, he would dish it right back. <laughs> well, you, yeah, y'all know that our audience does it. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I love the characters in this movie. Even the the ones that are basically just there for Jason fodder, like the people doing paintball in the woods. I like them. Yep. They have some funny dialogue. <laughs> That's why you haven't been making good sales. Cause you're thinking with your stomach or <laughs> you're a jerk, man. He's like, it's one, of, the truth. one of my favorite characters is the um, cemetery groundskeeper. Yes. M- is it Martin? I think Martin. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Martin, the caretaker. <laughs> where'd, where'd the road go? <laughs> <laughs> gotta find the road. <laughs> you led me astray. <laughs> You'll be the death of me. <laughs> what a way I to go! Janitor huh? Bud from Boy Meets World. That's what makes it even better. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think I'm a fart head? Yes. <laughs> the way that some of that stuff is cut in there is just so perfect, and it just it helps make that movie, especially like that scene. Um, just different things like that it is great. And when he looks at the camera, some people sure have a strange form of entertainment or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Honestly, this this movie started out very strong too. Like right out of the gate, they just started like boom with a bang. You know, you got that whole opening scene in the cemetery, and the whole Frankenstein bringing back to life kind of thing. And that's when. When that all happens, it's just like, all right, you know, you're in for something special, especially Holy when they do fuck, the whole James. Back. Yep. And he's strong. He just punched a hole through a guy. Yep. going to happen now? Or Horshack. Yep. <laughs> just trying to save Tommy. He should have bought the oh, no, rest no, of the Nobody's mentioned. Go ahead, Sean. Sorry. He should have bought the rest of the sweat hogs with him. <laughs> Well, we did have John Travolta's real life nephew as Court in this movie. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so that's as close as we're going to get to John Travolta. <laughs> hey, Nikki, what are you doing back there? Taking a dump? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what were you going to say now, Ted? Rick. Deputy Rick is one of the greatest deputies in the history of film. Yes, wherever the red dot goes, wherever the red dot goes, you're back. <laughs> and that uh he took my picture i'll get it for you babe <laughs> like this guy has some stones calling his boss's daughter babe I know, right, right? <laughs> i like the sheriff too man he's got some good one-liners oh he's always in the cherries oh he was great and i loved his his death uh not i mean yeah. the way it was on screen was amazing but what i loved the most was how they did it with the special effects <laughs> Where they put the guy in the hole face down so his legs were going up. Yeah. <laughs> and they made it look like they bent Good him backwards. Man. I love yeah. That stuff. 
Yeah, the he practical. He cared about his town, man. He didn't. He wanted people to just move on. No more Jason. Yep. Then this, then this Tommy Jarvis kid comes back and screws everything up. <laughs> and that that resurrection scene was great. How they they made it, you know, similar to like a Frankenstein type thing. Yeah. And uh, you had that. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name or the show. Welcome back, Cotter, the guy from that show. He yeah, was Horshack. Yeah. Horshack, that was it. And uh, and then Tommy going back to do this thing coming from supposedly, seemingly, they broke out of a mental institution. To That's do how it. I took it, too. Right. Yeah. yeah, and that was kind of weird, too, because in part five, you thought he was getting better, but I guess not. I fucked him up some. Nah, like part five, he was really messed up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he went he went from like a real bad mental like state to where they released him to where he could like be out on this halfway house type situation in five. Oh, yeah, but then at the end of the movie, yeah, and then he like then he saw everybody else was getting killed again. <laughs> the only thing about Tommy in this movie that I miss from part five is the kung fu man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Can, can pull some Buster Rhymes on Jason Voorhees. <laughs> Been kind of cool to see Tom Matthews. Happy do a Friday the Thirteenth, mother. <laughs> oh God, we don't need no pre-Buster Rhymes in here. <laughs> I will say, I that always like a Myers Buster rematch. Yeah. I always like to think that Tommy made that mask because he didn't have a mask at first. And Tommy came down with it in his in the truck that they were driving in. That's good. I like that. Because in part oh, yeah. like part four, he was he that was his thing. He made Halloween masks. Yeah, yeah. that makes more sense. More therapeutic that. or something for him to make. Yeah. Always thought, like where did he get it? Where did it come from? But that makes perfect sense. <clears throat> I think the real question is: is where did Reggie the Reckless get that rubber spider on string? Right? <laughs> <laughs> You're afraid of rubber spiders on string? Man, you are one scared cat. That's good. That's good. The kills in this movie are great. Oh, I love they the were. triple decapitation. That was one of my favorites. Yeah. Yes, I like when she gets her face pushed through the plastic on the RV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's another which one that I like how they did standing too. on the RV, which is I think the best shot in the movie. Uh, yes, and it, it it was like a like what they call like a Kodak moment. It was like a perfect poster. Yeah. Just him standing there on the burning RV. Jason the Almighty. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I saw the in the I think it was in the Crystal Lake Memories or it might have been in the the box set the the part the eight movie box set. They were showing some of the storyboards of the scene where Nikki got her face pushed through the RV and it was supposed to be her face indention came out of the outside of the RV. And then, like a half second later, the knife came out through it as well. Oh, wow. But apparently, they got cut. God, that would have been great. Yeah. I'm a teenage freaking. Would have been like the cherry right on top of that nice little yeah. Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> well, they cut a, like up to like probably like up to part nine. Before part nine, they cut so much fucking oh, gore out of these movies. Oh, Certain yeah. ones more than others, but they all got hit. Oh, seven got the worst for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. poor part seven. Poor John Carr Beekler, man. He has so many great effects in that movie that they just 
Just because uh, that lady had a personal vendetta with him. Oh gosh, that lady that was stupid a bitch. Freaking, oh, <laughs> you re- you read the book and she was a freaking idiot too. She wanted to make like she thought she was going to be able to make like some sort of environmental type mess. I'm like, it's a freaking Friday the Thirteenth movie. What do you expect? <laughs> Good lord, horny teenagers. The end. <laughs> Dear lord, stupid freaking dipwad. Barbara Sachs. They just sacked her from that job as soon as all that crap started happening. Yeah. God bless John Carr Beekler for just going over her head for the Jason makeup because she hated it, of mm-hmm. course. Of course. He looks, like a, he looks like a frog. I'm like, you look like a frog. <laughs> <what you> look. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know, that is a good progression from six, which are those six and seven are two of my favorite looking Jasons just because yeah. of how yeah. rotten from the yeah game. my favorite look because it just i mean he retains all the wounds he's had before and yeah i love the, the spine yeah. popping out of the back yeah it looks yeah. so mm-hmm. freaking awesome yeah, yeah. So grody it's just great yeah. <laughs> barbara saxon freaking suck on my nipples for all i care <laughs> <laughs> and there's your gratuitous nipple reference for the nights Watching part eight last night with my nephew, her name popped up as associate producer, and I'm like, "Why?" And I'm like, "Because part seven made money, and so she got the credit, of course." Uh huh. So dumb. So dumb. Yeah. Dumb but, bimbo. Anyways, back to part six here. And I, what was I going to say? Like the setting. So the. Obviously, Crystal Lake looks different than what it did in, like, the first movie and whatnot. Obviously, different camp and whatnot. But it it looked, and it was so nice to have it set during an actual camp, too, with, like, kids there. Yeah, that's what yeah. I love. Inst- I love the fact that there's kids. Instead yeah. of, you know, beforehand where they're setting up camp or whatever the case may be, like they have in the past, it was nice to have them in the middle of a camp, having Jason show up and cause havoc and wreak havoc. And it made you almost anxious. Like, is he going to end up killing a kid or something? You know? Yeah. It just, oh, yeah. And, and, the and little they blonde had... girl they had you. Mm-hmm. Little Nancy. Yeah. He little Nancy. And it just, My nephew, last week, he's like, he isn't going to kill little kids. Is he? I just had to tell him, like, no, he's not going to kill any kids. <laughs> good. Yeah. It, it, it was a nice break from like the more comedic stuff and kind of the more action stuff to have that tension. So it kind of had everything in this movie where you had the comedic areas, you had the more action oriented areas, and then you had this kind of like tension building, especially during that last third of the movie with Jason at the camp and the kids and, and all that. It was, Oh, they, the way that they did everything was just so perfect. And how about his the way he um kills Jason? I guess you would say, or gets rid of him. Mm-hmm. Maybe I thought that was a smart original way of yeah trying to finally get rid of him once and all for good. And yeah, just cutting him up and killing him, like returning him to his him. place. <laughs> right. right, Tina and her psychic powers. Jeez, God, and psychic girls. That girl <laughs> had to fuck it up again. Need to see Tina, but no that that whole last like ten minutes or so that fight in the lake was like oh it's just so superb, and 
even the tension there is still building and everything. And then, yeah, you know, I Megan gets involved. Go. Yeah, I thought Megan was going to bite it. Mm-hmm. Either Megan or Tom. She almost did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was going to squeeze her hand like a little pimple. <laughs> yeah. And then he had a, all, all Tom had to do was call him a pussy. He was like, I'll show you, pussy motherfucker. <laughs> Hit that ego button. <laughs> I ain't afraid of water. <laughs> uh, and then Jason kept turning back towards Megan, but then back towards Tommy again. Yeah, then. My, ne- my nephew in that scene, he's like, he doesn't know what to do. He's confused now. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I want them both. Why can't I have them both? Well. I want both. <laughs> <laughs> then Tommy lights the lake on fire, that ring of fire surrounding the boat, and then the struggle to get the chain around his neck. Mm-hmm. Then Megan jumps out of the lake again. Yep. Is he killed? <laughs> then Megan has to jump in the lake to save Tommy. Turns that fucking motor on and runs it right into Jason's face. Yeah, that was great. Just well, seen him one shake. Of the best final girls in the whole franchise. Oh, I love Megan. Megan was the best. She's great. Yeah. She's like a no nonsense. Like I'm not going to take any shit from anybody. Yeah, she's, not even she, she's cute. She's tough. She's a good final girl. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, the sheriff's not here right now. He's in the can drinking his lizard. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out! It's going to be a hairy turn. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's so good. Well, why don't we go ahead and rate this? Uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and start with this. Uh, fucking right <laughs> off the bat, five out of five. Like I've said in in the past and previous episodes, I've said it a lot. This is my favorite Friday the Thirteenth movie. It was the first one I ever saw, and for me, it still holds up to this day. And it's always been my number one, and probably always will be. It's 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 got a special place in my heart. It's what introduced me to Jason. I fucking love everything about this movie. There isn't one thing about this movie that I don't like. Like I like I said in the beginning, it's it's the perfect Friday the Thirteenth movie to me. Well, uh, go ahead, you go ahead, Mark. I was gonna I was gonna follow suit and say five out of five as well. It was also my first introduction into Friday. The movie it it just paced so perfectly with the the horror and the humor and. One thing that we uh, I wanted to mention that we forgot was the uh, the scene where Tommy uh, McLaughlin's wife got killed and the American Express card was floating in. The- <laughs> That's right, I forgot about that. <laughs> Never leave home without it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, when a guy in a mask stands for you, you run away. <laughs> yeah, it's just so many quotable moments from this movie and. I don't know if I could, but if I did sit down and make an all-time favorite horror movie list, this would be this would be on my top five for sure. Yeah. All right. Although it is not my favorite Friday, it is ranks high on my list, so I'm still going to give it a five out of five. But this is one of my favorites for sure. My favorite goes to part four, but yeah, six is still a solid great. choice. Yeah, six is still a great freaking movie, so it gets a five out of five for sure. <laughs> Ted's got to always have, and that's the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hate to be the guy to break the trend, 
But no, I'm just kidding. Five out of five. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great movie. It's very entertaining. It's a perfect example of the 80 slasher movie. Yeah. It doesn't take itself too seriously. Um, it takes Jason seriously, but the other characters, you can have fun with them. And all all the characters are likable, in my opinion, for the, you know the most part. Yep, because they're just they're great. Even like I said, the just the smaller ones that only got like what twenty seconds of screen time, like the guy with the machete, and he's all mad that he lost in the paintball roar stuff like that. <laughs> great, bang woman. <laughs> it's James McKitchen where she belongs. <laughs> I mean, it's just so freaking hilarious. A guy's so mad. It's a freaking paintball game. <laughs> he left a, a smiley face on the tree. That was so yeah. good. <laughs> so five out of five is perfect. Awesome. Well, we would love to know what you guys think. As always, you can feel free to reach out to us on our Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, all at CLS Podcast. Just as a reminder, next week there will be no episode as we kind of gear up for our second year. After 50 episodes, I think we deserve a little bit of a break and want to take this next uh, week off just to kind of recalibrate and get things ready for the rest of the summer and going into fall. But we do appreciate you guys checking out this episode. As always, we, we appreciate you guys even listening to us, especially those of you that have listened to us over the last 50 episodes. Thank you. We do truly appreciate it. But as we leave today, Ted, do you have any final words of wisdom for us from our first year? Uh, well, I just want to say thank you, everybody, for listening, to those who are listening. And to always remember, don't leave the closet door opened at night. That's good words to I live by. I don't even know what that means. I just thought it sounded ominous. oh good god all right well we we appreciate you guys and we will see you guys in two weeks thanks for joining us today for the cls podcast check us out at www.clspodcast.com or join in the conversation on social media with the hashtag cls podcast Until next time, stay safe, campers.